Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? This is Kevin Deers from Metal Shop. You're probably listening to this thinking, Jabroni, I just want to hear Kyle from Wake. Well, I'll let you know that this interview was recorded right around the time of the release of Thought Form Descent, their last record in 2022 on Metal Blade Records. Incredible album. If you want to go see this band, they're coming to town May 19th in Seattle at the substation. Tickets are on sale now with Chemist. Chemist, incredible band. I got to see them play with Mastodon last year. Freaking awesome. Can't wait to see them again. And Conjurer is also going to be playing at that show. Tickets are available now. But here's my interview with Kyle from Wake. They are a band from Brett the Hitman Hearts hometown of Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Remember, this was recorded right around the release of that album, if that's dated at all to you. So, so enjoy my interview and go back and listen to all 300 and so other ones. Thanks for supporting the show, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, what's going on right now? I'm talking with Kyle, the vocalist from a band called Wake uh, from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. By the time you hear this, their new album, Thought Form Descent, will be out on Metal Blade Records. Kind of a crazy thought to to think that after, you know, probably a, a while of waiting, this new album's going to be out, you know? Uh, are, are you pretty stoked for this release, man? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm really excited. We're all super excited. I mean, we've been sitting on this now for almost a year it's been about eight months i think we've been sitting on it so yeah finally it's finally seeing the light of day and i can't wait so i'm gonna do the uh you know the 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 like obvious question here but you know what what to you um is different about this record as opposed to like your your previous efforts man uh, I, I it's hard to actually hone in to what is different um i think it's just you know the product of a bunch of progression throughout the years. I mean, if you listen to Sowing the Seeds, from there on, we kind of started incorporporating these kind of like atmospheric elements. And then totally. Misery Rights took a little further and then Devouring Ruin just like, you know, went for it. 
And with Confluence, we, you know, went for a lot longer songs and everything like that. And I think this is just the, the product of everything. It was just the next step in evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I, obviously, uh, there's some longer songs. There's a lot more melody. Uh, it's like, I don't, like a lot more melodic. Um, it's also got heavier parts, you know, some of the heaviest stuff we've ever done as well. Nice, dude. Well, yeah. it, uh, it continues. This album's coming out on Metal Blade you know, one of the biggest metal labels in the world and probably like, you know, the iconic Metal Blade Records. What's it been like working with Metal Blade and and how did that relationship start, man? I mean, it's been a dream come true, right? <laughs> I yeah. mean, we, we, were pl- we were playing basements 10 years ago and mm-hmm. we are with, with a record label that, you know, growing up, I listened to, God, most of the artists on, on their roster. So Your I label mean, they've been with like Amon Amarth and Cannibal Corpse, man, you know? Cannibal Corpse and King Diamond, man, yep. like that. It's so sick. <laughs> um, they've, they've been great so far. I mean, uh, so far, they've done a lot for the record. Uh, they, they've got it to a lot more people, a wider audience. And I guess we'll really see uh, after the album drops. That's awesome, man. So yeah. um, y- you're from uh, Alberta, Calgary, Alberta. So you have uh, the guitars from Gorguts on your record. What does that mean yeah. to you to be working with such a Canadian legend to have him featured on the record? Was that impo- important for you? Absolutely, man. I mean, Gorguts, I mean, they're, they're a seminal band. They are one of the most important bands in Calgary, or in Calgary, in Canadian death metal. So I have Kevin on the record. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a pleasure. Uh, he's been, I've met him once. Uh, he's good friends with Rob. Rob's the one that kind of has that connection there. But uh I think it was right towards the end of demoing that he's kind of like, Hey, would you guys be down if Kevin was on this record? We were all, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not going to have dude yeah. from Gorguts on the record. Yeah. We're going to say no. Like the, yeah. Put down like the sickest solo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just curious, you know, when did you guys, you know, get to starting on this and like, how did you, was this the thing that kept you sane during the pandemic was like having this to work on? Uh, music definitely kept us slightly sane. Slightly, um, I mean, yep. <laughs> yeah. When, so when devouring ruin was coming out, uh, the border shut down. I think it was, it was like six days before that album was supposed to come out. We we're actually oh. supposed to meet up with origin and uh, beneath the massacre in Texas. So it's kind of a good thing. Uh, it shut down when it, they, they did because uh, we got stuck in Texas for a while. But uh, so that album came out to pretty much nobody. Um, and we were starting to get pretty, I don't know, like fidgety. And didn't know what to do with our time. We're like, I know it's lockdown, but let's uh, write an EP. So that's when we did the Confluence EP. And that was in complete isolation. I wasn't even at those sessions for the writing. Wow. Uh, yeah, they were just kind of in the room with their masks on six feet apart doing that whole thing. And then when they demoed it, they it just sent it over to me. And I wrote it at home. And uh, actually, when we got together in the studio, that was like the first time I had seen anybody outside of my roommates in months. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so uh, after that, we uh, were kind of thinking, like, when were we going to start writing the new record? And uh, it was, uh, I think, like six months into 2021, we started writing Thought Form Descent. And uh, that the writing for that was about six, seven months. And then we went to Colorado, recorded that with David Taro in yeah. September of 2021. But yeah, but yeah, man, the writing process kept us sane. I mean, it, it was something to do when there was nothing to do. 
So, you know, Dave Otero, you, you just mentioned you went to Colorado to work with him. He's, you know, known for everything from Elysian to cattle decapitation to, you know, so many different artists, um, Arch Spire. What, what, uh, what's it like working with Dave? Dave's a gem, man. That guy's amazing. Uh, this is the third record we've done with him now. Uh, mm-hmm. Fourth, if you include mixing and mastering. But uh, this time it was a little bit different. He had a lot more uh, like involvement with the record. Before, you know, we would go there and he would basically like engineer it. And every now and again, you're like, ah, this doesn't really work. Maybe try this. But on uh, the Thoughtform Descent, he he was in there, man. He was like reshaping songs. And, you know, um, they still like resemble what we went in there with. But there's like these little tiny nuances that are different. And uh, yeah, it was an absolute pleasure working with him again. So more of like an actual like producer, like helping, you know, kind of yeah. craft stuff. Cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had more time there this time, too. We were there for three weeks, I think, in total. And the other sessions, I think, went from 10 to 12 days. Wow. Cool, man. Yeah. That's great. So uh, so at the end of that, you know, you have to break it off and you're like, man, we've made our like best friend. Now we got to go home and we won't see you for a while, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a little bittersweet. But we get back to Colorado quite often. I mean. Nice. So we've been there twice in three months. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm curious for you. Um, you know, not everyone was born with a behemoth CD. You know, in, in their in their mm-hmm. disc man. You know, what was your kind of gateway into underground music? My gateway, man, that started when I was like 12 years old. And my gateway to underground, like, it would have to start with, uh, you know, bands like Sepultura, Pantera, Slayer. That was my gateway. Uh, I grew up in northern BC, man. We didn't have much. And that was before the internet was even a thing, right? So we had uh, much music. You know, they had a program called Loud. And that's, you know, where we would get a lot of our our bands from. So from there, you know, I I heard, well, with those bands that I mentioned, those like got me into metal. I was like, oh, I can understand this, you know. And from there on, it went into, you know, stuff like Carcass and Napalm Death. Because that was all the stuff they were playing on that program. Yeah. And then once, you know, the internet came around, I got heavy into grindcore, cross punk and all that. And then the floodgates just opened from there. Awesome, man. Do you remember your first actual like show, like experiencing it? What do you remember what it was? Ah, uh, yeah, actually. So I was living in this place called Fort Nelson and okay. I, I had to be, I had to be in like grade five at the time. And I was friends with this girl, but her older brother played in this band called Neckbeard. It was this power violence band. Okay. I had no idea what the, what the power violence was back then. Totally. Uh, but yeah, they had a band and they were throwing shows at like the community hall. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I had ever seen live music. And I was like, this is so sick because this dude is like skateboarding with the rest of us. I was like, this is just like a dude like us, you know, maybe we can play music too. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I went up yeah. to some hardcore shows in, in Vancouver. I saw this band Strain, uh, Burden, Go It Alone, a bunch of hardcore bands up there. I didn't okay. go to go to too many metal shows up there but what was the first like local band you fell in love with in your area was there anything aside from neckbeard ah <laughs> uh, i mean there's just it's hard to say like local band that i fell in love with like there's regional bands that i fall in love with sure. you know uh bands like there's like there's like old into eternity were great and then uh i mean you know, you got the Vancouver bands like Blasphemy, there's Revenge and all that too. Yeah. But I mean, going back then, I mean, it was it was tough to say because I, you know, I was just so secluded. There, mm-hmm. I just really didn't know much. And when I got to the city, there was just an overabundance. Everybody was sick. You know, I just fell in love with every single band. What moved you to Calgary, Alberta? Uh, I was 
playing in just a whatever metal band in Fort St. John. And uh, that band dispersed and a couple of the members moved to a place called Short Park outside of Edmonton. Mm -hmm. And they called me up to see if I wanted to play bass for their band, moved up there. And then I met this guy, Jordan, who's a great friend of mine now who played in this band called Burning Every Step in Edmonton. And same thing. I joined that band. We broke up. He moved to Calgary and he started a new band. He's like, yo, I got this new band. You want to come try singing? And that band turned into a band called Cataplexus that I spent about eight years in. And they were like tech, death, grindcore sort of stuff. Yeah. And then from there, I met the weight guys. Awesome. Right yeah. on. So, you know, as, as a vocalist, uh, it, it, how did you kind of like find your voice? How did you, and, and, and also how did you gain the confidence to, to be the front man, to be the vocalist, to be the one that like commands attention. Did it take a while for you to get, get your voice and then also get that confidence? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've gone through so many different vocal styles, just trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing, you know, um, as for, you know, having the confidence to be a front man, I mean, I still struggle with that some day, some nights, man, yeah. I'll still get on stage and be like, there's 10 people in here. This is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the confidence Double Patron margaritas and long hair. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Who Who are some of your vocal, you know, like kind of heroes, you know, maybe s- someone that when you were younger, you wanted to kind of, you know, adapt your style to be sort of like. Uh, when I was younger, the one that really stood out to me was J.R. Hayes from Pig Destroyer. Uh, yeah. That was, you know, that was that was the first like grindcore band. Cause when I started getting into that stuff, I was listening to a lot of crust punk and, you know, hardcore and stuff. And then when I finally heard grindcore, Pig Destroyer was that band that just always stood out. He just had like this ferocious evil voice and he went from high to these like just disgusting, scary ass lows. And I think that's like what I based a lot of my sound off of for the beginning years of being a vocalist. Nice. Right on. So uh, as far as, you know, this this album goes um there's you know what you were saying is like there's like some longer songs and some heavy parts when you're on stage and you're the vocalist and there's like long instrumental parts do you ever just go like what do i do like what what am i supposed to do here (laughs) no man i I just grab my mic stand and just hang my head and bang it (laughs) okay okay cool cool nice dude I kind of I kind of adapted a mic stand because of that. Actually, I'm like, if I'm just standing here for two and a half minutes, I feel ridiculous. Yeah. So that way I just have it and I can just kind of like get into the moment and, you know, it's not too awkward. <laughs> nice, dude. Well, as far as, you know, we, we talked about some of your extreme metal influences <laughs> and some stuff that you love. Uh, is there anything that, you know, you, you really dig music wise, but people might be surprised that the singer of Wake likes? uh let me okay my favorite album of all time is pornography by the cure awesome uh the 1982 album i believe it was 1982 uh, i think it's one of the greatest albums of all time to this day i I listen to it almost awesome my girlfriend's going to italy uh in the fall to go see the cure so oh no kidding yeah yeah. that's deadly that's that's one band that i always wish that i could see but i just don't think they're gonna make it around you know hillbilly calgary sure So you guys gearing up, uh, you guys are going to be playing some shows. Do you think you guys are going to be hitting uh, like a like a tour in the United States? Uh, yeah, I mean, we just did 60 days. Oh, to, yeah, we, we went out in we went out in March uh, with uh, a band called End. And then there was Portrayal of Guilt, Yashira, 
went out with those guys for uh, a month and then we did a, a month with uh, Origin Misery Index and Wolf King as well. And then, so we just got back from that about uh, a month and two weeks ago. And so now we got uh, shows coming up on the release day on Friday. We're awesome. going to Toronto and then we do Montreal, Quebec, and then we do Calgary, Edmonton. And there's a little bit of break. We're playing a couple of fests here and there. And then I think it's September. We're heading back out to this. I think maybe one show in the States or, or two. Uh, Rock Island and then one in Chicago. Yeah, the Beat Kitchen. I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great show. The lineup of it's fantastic. Cool, man. Well, hopefully yeah. I'll catch you next time you're coming through. But um, if you had to choose between only being able to record music and never being able to play live or only mm-hmm. being able to play live and never being able to record, what would you choose? I would play. I, I, I would uh, record records. 100% okay. record records. Because, man... You know, you can be a perfectionist on a record and make that thing perfect, but nothing's going to like, nothing will ever save you from a terrible show with the worst sound and like just the worst everything. <laughs> I mean, great, great shows can like, you know, lift you up and be the greatest thing in the entire world, but man, they can beat you down too. <laughs> I hear you, man. Okay, man. Well, uh, just a couple more questions for you, dude. And, uh, I, I, I'm curious about how you personally like to listen to music. You know, I, as you can see, I have a bunch of CDs in the back, but yeah. I also, you know, I stream stuff and I also have vinyl. How do you personally like to uh, to listen to music? Uh, mostly it's vinyl, cassette and digital. I, I have a whole setup in my living room. I got my record player, my record stand, tape player. Everything's right there. So I have like a bunch of stuff that I like exclusively have on cassette. Uh-huh. So I pretty much only listen to it unless on cassette, unless I know it's out of my house. But vinyl is mostly what I listen to. And if I have it on record, I try not to listen to it digitally. What What's your, I, like, uh, what's your grail, the record that you you tra- cherish the most that you own? Oh, man. That is a tough question. I, I don't know. There's there's a few of them. Um, albums that, like, I've just paid far too much money for. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like, what's too much? Uh, uh, like, well, I would say, like, $100 that's, U.S. That's for pricey, a record. yeah. And and I did that for a TSOL record actually a record really? changed today yeah okay it was also one of my favorite records man that's that's one album I never knew even existed so I used to listen to TSOL back in the day mm-hmm. and listen to their first record and never knew I, I had friends tell me oh when they got their new lineup they sucked so I never listened to it and then when I finally heard uh, the record change today it just blew my mind you're but like yeah, you guys was, lied that... to me you guys lied yeah. to me yeah you're not really my friends. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the record. By the time you hear this, the the record will be out. So definitely check it out. The album by Wake and uh, it's actually called Thought Form Descent out on Metal Blade Records. My last question for you, dude. Please, if you can, just just just, uh, you know, go along with this one It's a bit of weird one. But if you can show it, go ahead. But definitely at least uh, think of a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Oh, hey, this is an easy one here. I'll just grab this. It's kind of hard to see now, but I had a compound fracture in my Jesus. arm. It's a, yeah, it goes uh, all the way from a little bit above my wrist up to my elbow. Uh, I was chasing my sister when I was a kid in the backyard. We had this little like kid pool. Yeah. And I was running through it, slipped in it, put my arm down, just busted my bone out of my arm. That oh. still late and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the weirdest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> but it's still brutal. 
bone was yeah, popping yeah, out, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. That's like one of those yeah. UFC things where you have to like rewatch it. Like, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty nasty stuff. And it's pretty terrifying when you're a 10 year old kid. I bet. <sighs> well, anyways, that's something you can write a song about that. So there you go. <laughs> Again, Thought Form Descent out this Friday on Metal Blade Records. By the time you hear it, it'll be out. Kyle, any final words for Metal Shop? Yes. Thank you for calling a thought form descent and not thought from descent. Like people are getting very confused lately. <laughs> I almost did. Yeah. But honestly, thanks a lot for having me. I uh, just hope people check the record out. Enjoy it. Right on, Kai. Well, thank you very yeah. much, man. And uh, I'll send this over to Nikki and get it your way once it's up. Hell yeah, man. Sounds great. Yep. Take it easy, man. Bye. Yeah, you too. Peace. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.